Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Joe Davis. Joe Davis is an author and speaker. Joe is also a world-renowned artist and owner of Sky Soul Photography. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Super pumped. Yes, ma'am. Likewise, it's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? So I am currently located in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I've lived all over the place, but this is where I'm at right at the moment. Um, what can I share? Tell me what I can share, Gigi. Like, there's just so much information. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more about what inspired you to become a speaker. So um, it's interesting. I was thinking about this the other day, and um, I do this session with my clients where I walk them back to like the thing that inspired them and the thing that filled them with joy when they were a kid. And in doing this work with other people, it started stirring up memories with me about things I loved and, and, you know, what were one of the first things when people would say, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I can remember being like nine or 10 years old and saying, I want to be a motivational speaker. And I had no idea what that was. It was the strangest thing. I had no idea what that was. And I just remembered that in doing this work with this big mess to big magic course that I've been doing for the last two years. And I thought, isn't that fascinating how when you do the work and you show up for other people, you get these little nuggets too. I thought that was such a bonus in, in my sessions and in my work for that thing to come back to me and go, oh, that's what I do now. That is absolutely amazing. Now tell us more about your book, Living Kindly, that will be releasing on June 1st of this year. So I became friends online uh, with this amazing woman. Her name is Leah Clark, and she founded an organization called the Kindness Community. And it's an organization that just is totally about spontaneity and blessing people and love bombing people with random acts of kindness. The whole page is just this community of people that just want to blanket the world with love and just surprise people. Because how often do we live our lives and we have this, this little bit of doubt that they're, you know, maybe there aren't, there aren't such nice people in the world or whatever. And so there's this wave in this community of, of men and women that are just love bombing people, whether it's paying off someone's Christmas layaway or, you know, not just paying for their Starbucks coffee, but bigger, better things. And so she basically took all these amazing, um, you know, thought leaders, influencers from around the world and had them all contribute a book, a chapter of this book about how kindness has either changed our lives or the world around us or what we believe kindness is. And so um, it's, it's a really exciting adventure. And I could see multiple books coming from this. Um, you know, with this group of people, I could see it, you know, doing volumes of living kindly. I love it. Now tell us more about your organization, Lift a Sister Up. So about uh, five years ago, I lost this great six-figure job, um, great corporate job. I had thrown like so much of my world into it and so much of my life and so much of my energy. And I invested in all these people I worked with and, and really thought I was being this great friend to all these people I worked with. And when I lost my great six-figure job, I lost all my friends. They just sort of like vanished from the workspace. It was really a strange experience for me. And what I learned from that was that, you know, when we show up for others and we love others, but we're doing it with the intention of making friends, we're doing it with the intention of receiving something, you can't fool the universe. You can't trick God into thinking you're like walking the walk, you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's some truth serum in that when, when the final result is that you're standing alone by yourself going, were all these people that I did all these amazing, generous things for and showed up for in their lives. And I, I felt like I was giving without expecting anything, but that was a lie. 
And so I was left in my stuff. I was left kind of alone going, okay, let me think about this. I know that energy attracts energy and like attracts like. If I want to attract amazing rock star, phenomenal female friendships and this high vibe girl tribe in my life, I got to be this person that I want to attract. So I started buckling down and just working on being really real and raw and authentic and gritty and not everybody's going to get it and that's okay, but I got to just show up honest. And um, I started doing that and it was the season of being alone. And then all of a sudden this really magical thing happened where these phenomenal humans just sort of started showing up in my life. And I was like, I felt like I'd won the lottery. I mean, just amazing women, you know, remarkable women that you look at and go, man, I really admired this or that about that person. And, you know, I could, I, I, I'd like to be more like that. Like you're inspired to be a better human. Um, you know, but anyway, I, I realized that in order to get the thing I wanted, I had to be the thing I wanted. It wasn't coming from nowhere else. So I created Lift a Sister Up because that feeling of just sort of being in that raw space and having not feeling like I really had anywhere safe to land um, in that journey and that struggle and that season of massive, epic, crazy growth. That's when I created Lift a Sister Up because I was like, I don't ever want anyone to feel this way. This stinks. This is hard. This is painful. This is raw and real. And um, yeah, I just wanted to create a safe place, you know, for women to land and connect and interact and engage and feel motivated and inspired by these great stories of other women and these amazing struggles and things they've overcome in their life. So that's how that started. And now we're creating a website that's basically a predominantly an affiliate website where anything you could possibly need, if it's something I'm not good at, it's not my wheelhouse, we can connect you with someone who who can provide that service to you. Great thought thought influencers, spiritual thought leaders, therapists, like all kinds of stuff. Um, sex therapists, like everything you can imagine. You know, you'll be able to find on this site. So it should be up running in about a week or two. I love it. Now tell us more about your company, Sky Soul Photography. So that was actually a, a company I started sort of on the side. I'm a firm believer that. You know, Brene Brown says a life without creativity is not benign. And I believe that 100% that if you don't have a, a, an outlet in your life that you're being creative, I don't care if it's going dancing, I don't care if it's cooking in the kitchen, or taking a cooking class or painting or whatever it is for you that just you lose space and time and you just kind of fall into it and you just time goes by and you don't even realize two hours have gone by you're doing what you love. I think it's important to have that, that sliver of creativity flowing through you. So I started doing photography on the side, doing location shoots for different cities across the US. So we've got about 30 or 40 cities that we just go in and we shoot the flair of that city and it's a whole catalog. So we got Memphis, Birmingham, New York, we got LA, we got like Colorado, we got like any, any town you can imagine. But that was basically just a creative outlet. I'm a firm believer in diversifying your income. I'm a firm believer in, you know, enjoying something and having something, you know, projects, things you're passionate about that keep that energy flowing through. I call it that God stuff, that high vibe when you're expressing yourself. And so that's how that started. As the old saying goes, when you do what you love, it's no longer work. Very powerful message there. Okay. Now tell us more about your course, Big Mess to Big Magic. So I think part of the reason I struggled in the corporate world was because I was incredibly empathic. I had a lot of intuitive gifts and skills, which I think a lot of women do. We have this tremendous intuition. And some people say it's this mom thing. Like if you're a mom, you just know when something's off with one of your kids. But I think it's beyond that. I think it's beyond parenthood. 
um, that women have this feminine, divine, intuitive, like straw that's just a bigger straw than, you know, than, than a lot of men I know. And I feel like women in particular can really magnify the size of that straw and that intuitive information that they're getting all the time, which I call it like your red phone to God. Um, but the problem is that a lot of us as women, because we're empaths, we have a lot of anxiety, a lot of rattling in our chest, a lot of noise in our head because we're not able to, we were never taught how to unplug from the world around us and just get centered. And just as an example, you ever walk into like a room, at, you know, any job you've worked at and right before you walk in the break room, there was like an argument and the two people left the room and then you walk in the room and you're like, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling a little irritated and I don't even, I don't have a good reason why. Well, it's because you're an empath and you just walked into that room after this blow up and you just, all that stuff like sticks to you. Well, a lot of women live their lives dealing with anxiety they think is theirs. So I teach this course on how to basically unplug as empaths, how to step into your divinity, your intuitive space, that, that space of discernment and wisdom where it's easy to make decisions. You're not so rattled. Things are very clear. Um, you know, nothing shall enter the sacred space that doesn't serve my highest good is kind of our mantra. And then every decision is based on that energy and that prayer um, or, or whatever you want to call it. So this course breaks it down, teaching them how to unplug as empath, teaching them how to tap into their superpowers, teaching them how to let go and create space in their heart, get rid of stories. Um, because in manifesting an abundance, you can't have two things in the same space. You got to get rid of something. And, and if you've got all these stories in your heart about how the world's done you wrong or your ex-husband was a jerk or your parents messed you up or, you know, you know how people like they have these little stories and they swear they're over it. But when they're not receiving abundance in their life, I'm like, clearly you're not over it. Subconsciously, all that stuff's still taking up space in your heart. So we go through a co-creation meditation where we teach our, our, our clients how to, you know, let go of stuff. Just entertain this new idea that maybe they were co-creators of their life before they ever showed up. And maybe all these awful, crappy people in our lives are teachers. And they're all just showing us these lessons. And we keep having the same lessons over and over and over, not because these people are awful, but because we're not getting it, we've invited this junk into our lives. And then we're like in the mud going, how'd I get here? Well, you got yourself there, <laughs> you know, decision after decision after decision, because you didn't listen to your intuition. Your red phone to God wasn't clear. You weren't getting those messages. And so you were making bad decisions based on fear, based on misinformation, you know, based on fear of judgment, whatever it was. You end up in a space in your life where you look around, you don't recognize it. You don't feel authentic. You don't feel happy. You don't feel joy. And then it starts to affect your body. So the coursework is a really great place to, I don't know, I feel like this is work we should have been taught as kids. Um, but but nobody knows how to work with an empath. Nobody, you know, is really out there um, when we were kids, at least in, in high school and college, telling people, hey, do you have a reason to have anxiety? And they're like, no. Okay, well, then it's not yours figure out who it is, who it belongs to, and just send it back. Like say a prayer and send it back. That's not mine. That's yours. I send it back to you with love. And so this work really revolves around emptying out space in your heart. So the universe goes, oh, God's like, oh, she mean business. <laughs> she's serious. She's not screwing around. She, she's getting rid of stories. She's letting go. And she's, you know, seeing what's really important and valuable in her life and being right and having it her way isn't the biggest thing because the universe and God have something far greater 
And we could like, look at your life now, Gigi. Could you imagine your life five years ago looking like it looks like right now? Completely different. Dude, can you imagine if you put your thoughts and ideas on a vision board and you were hell bent on that working? You'd have been miserable. You wouldn't be in this great, amazing space you are right now as an amazing influencer, as a world thought leader, as someone who's actually changing the world and changing the frequency around you and, and, and inspiring others if you had it your way on that vision board because God has something so much bigger. And that's where I think, you know, people really get lost in their stuff. I'm like, let it go. Just roll with the flow. That's right. You raise a great point that we can make all the plans that we want, but God knows the plans that he has for us. Very, very powerful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now, tell us more about a time in your life where you experience a major challenge. Oh, where do I start? Um, <laughs> This is really funny. Um, you know, I, I look at that season where I lost that really great job. And I think that was super, without getting too personal, that was probably um, one of the most intense experiences of my life. It felt like I was in free fall. It felt like everything had been pulled out from under me. You know, I was, it's interesting. Too, I was having chest pain like every day at work for two months. And, and me getting let go from this great corporate job probably saved my life. And if I would have had it my way, I, it, it, you know, I could have dropped out of a heart attack because I was hell bent on making it work. And luckily I wasn't. I, I was like, okay, this is happening for a reason. Like I was sort of in that mindset and that perspective. And, and you know, I, I look at people that are going through challenging things and I'm like, you know, when you hit rock bottom, that can be such a blessing because you don't have anything to lose. And especially if you hit rock bottom and you're super alone, it gives you an opportunity to be the real you, you know, to really step forward and be really raw and real and be like, you know, I can have the courage to be disliked or misunderstood because it's just me. <laughs> There's nobody around, <laughs> you know, when you're in that alone space. So I, I would say that, you know, losing that job was huge blow to my ego, which, you know, the ego is funny. It's like the Phoenix. You, it keeps dying and then it rebirths and then it's dying and then it rebirths and it's, super frustrating. <laughs> Could you just die already ego? Um, but that was a big blow for me. It was a real shift in how I wasn't living my life in an authentic space. Thank you for sharing that. Very inspiring. Now, what is your why that keeps you going? So I think and when I work with clients, I tell them this all the time is your deepest fear is always linked to your greatest purpose on this planet. And when I say that, I, I'm saying the part of you that's the most afraid of chasing your dreams, the part of you that's most afraid of, you know, failure or what your family thinks or your friends or whatever, if you're, if you're looking at making a shift in the season of your life, whether it's leaving a relationship or starting a business or leaving a job or moving to another state, your deepest fear is always going to be the thing that if you can just go there and sort that out, then it will really uplevel you and raise you up. So for me, I'm super intuitive. Um, I have lots of unique gifts. When I, when I do sessions with clients, they're actually called intuitive sessions because I'm really feeling into them. Um, what I believe, you know, God or the universe wants me to connect with them as far as information or growth or what they're not looking at in their own heart space. I just bring it all to the front. I don't play around. I'm very direct. And my deepest fear you know, growing up was being misunderstood or being judged. So I think it's fascinating 
that my greatest purpose on this planet is to show up real and authentic and share my gifts without being afraid of being judged or misunderstood because I'm definitely the weirdest person I know. <laughs> I'm definitely the person at the dinner party that's like saying random things. There's no way anyone could know at that dinner party, you know, about someone's, you know, family member or, or, or something going on in someone's life. And I'll be like, Hey, I just sensed that this and this and this is, is that what's going on? And they're like, what? <laughs> so if your deepest fear is to be judged or misunderstood, it just makes complete sense to me that God would be like, Oh, we're going to make you super weird and super high vibe and super intuitive where you're not even like functioning in the space, the same space as the people around you. You're like seeing all of it. Um, and I think that's why I have, I think that's why my clients are so you know loyal and so supportive and, and are so big on sending me referrals because they're like, you brought things to the forefront front that my heart wasn't willing to look at. And now that I looked at it, Oh, it's not as scary as I thought. And it, it's not, it's not big and ugly. It's just a little thing. And I can move through that thing because there's so many greater things I know that are right around the corner. And the more frequently we use our intuition and trust it, the more validation we get and the higher our self-esteem is and trusting our gut and our heart, which for women, we're always second guessing ourselves. You know, we're always kind of double checking stuff and second guessing ourselves versus boom, that's what I feel like in my gut needs to happen. That's the decision I'm going to make. Everybody in my family thinks I'm crazy, but I know that someday double stick tape will make millions. Like, th like that's where the ideas show up and we poo poo them. So, um, you know, I, I think that this work in particular is super powerful for helping women, especially shift out of bad relationships, you know, step into their dreams, stop being afraid of, of going for the big thing that they want and they, they want to accomplish in their life. You can't That's have right. any excuses anymore. Yes, ma'am. And I'm a firm believer that everyone is truly unique. So thank you for sharing that with us. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? I, you know, I'm a big Brene Brown fan. Like I just love her. I feel like she, she, when she writes, I'm like, yeah, I've always thought that or, or Jen Sincero, who's like super raw and real and gritty. And it's like, you're made of star stuff. Why are you making yourself small? Like, I love that energy. Um, but, but I, I, gosh, you know, I would say one, whatever it is you want to attract in your life, you got to make space for it which means you got to get rid of those low vibe things in your life. Sometimes they're friends, sometimes they're family, sometimes they're coworkers. You got to start honoring the sacred space because that's what we're meant to do on this planet. Your body's a temple, but it's bigger than that. Like this is sacred space. And whatever you allow into this space, relationships, conversations, telephone calls, emails, engaging on social media, whatever you're feeding into, you're going to get more of. And you're in charge of that. Nobody else. Um, so you attract what you are hundred percent. And I, I think what people don't realize, I hear this more and more and more Gigi where people talk about, you know, I just look around at my friends and I, you know, I just don't feel like they're really my people or it's like all these women are really looking for their tribe. And you probably hear that a lot in your work too, where they're just like looking to connect, connect with these other like-minded women. And I look at that and I'm like, you know, again, it's about clearing out space for what doesn't serve you, but it's also about having the courage to be disliked. It's about showing up in a space and being really real and honest. And like, if you're in a, a social situation, there's a conversation that's going on that you feel like is unacceptable or is biased or is unkind. You don't just keep sitting there. You speak up and you'd be like, yeah, that's not okay. You're clearly not my people. Cause I don't believe that. 
And, and I think that the, you know, every day making those really raw um, decisions that are honest and about integrity um, and being who you really are is scary for a lot of women because they know that all these people are going to fall by the wayside because this new you, this more authentic raw you that you always were to begin with is no longer going to be acceptable to these people. Um, so I would say, do the work, man. Let, let them all fly, fall by the wayside. And there's a whole group of lift a sister up gals out there that would love to love on you and your real raw, weird, awesome sauce <laughs> and just celebrate you and lift you up. And um, those deep depths and relationships are the ones where you want your, your, your girlfriends to make millions. You want them to be healthy and successful and have phenomenal relationships. And if you don't have that tribe around you, then you need to work on being that person. So therefore you will attract those people. Gotta do the work. I love it. Do the work. Very powerful message. Now, where can the audience find you, Joy? So they can connect with me via Facebook through Lift a Sister Up or through my private page. I'm so like chomping at the bit to, to have this webpage up and running because it's gonna make me so much more accessible. Um, especially with my intuitive sessions and the big master big magic coursework, um, which for the last year and a half, every single month has sold out um, with clients um, going through the work. So it's kind of a first come first serve thing when you're trying to get to me and work with me. Um, but they can connect me on my personal page or for now, you know, Facebook. We're, we're getting there, girl. We're getting there. Everyone has to start somewhere. I love mm -hmm. it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Joe at liftasisterup.com and also her social media and LinkedIn. Joe, thank you for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I hope you have a great day. I'm honored, girl. This is so fun.